I'm John Pittman here at All Classical Portland, and I'm speaking with violinist Carla Donahue Perez of Catalyst Quartet with their new recording called Uncovered, Volume 1. Welcome, Carla. Thank you for having me. Now, this CD is one that uh, is obviously a proposed series since it is Volume 1, but could you give us first a little background on the project? Um, What was the original impetus for you and your other quartet members? Sure. So approximately, well, I would say it's more like four or five years ago, we started noticing these really wonderful works that were underrepresented. And it was because we teach at a summer festival called the Sphinx Performance Academy. It's a chamber music intensive for 12 to 17 year old Latinx and black string players. And our colleagues at this camp were bringing in this repertoire and playing it for the kids. And, you know, every summer we kept saying, wow, that's an amazing piece. That's really beautiful. Or, oh, that's an amazing piece. That's incredible. And I'm just thinking, like, why? Why aren't these more, you know, more played? Like, why aren't they recorded? We started doing a little bit of research and we were just astonished. Like, a lot of this repertoire didn't have any professional recordings. Or if they did have a recording, be maybe one or two. So we felt like it was such a disservice to the music and so i would say exactly i would say three years ago maybe a little bit more we decided to embark on what we now call the uncovered project and that is to record the string quartet applicable chamber music of historically important black composers and so at first you know we started by the people that we were noticing were Samuel Coleridge Taylor, Florence Price, Coleridge Taylor Perkinson. And then we kept digging and we kept, you know, thinking about the mission of the project and what would what's really, you know, important in the overall scope of this project. And we realized we needed to expand it. So we are also including George Walker, William Grant Still, and Chevalier de Saint-Georges, um, Joseph Below. And, you know, it's possible it could grow a little bit more. But the idea is that we will release many albums over the next few years, all under the Uncovered umbrella, so that people can maybe go to one album and say, I'm here for Samuel Gorge Taylor. But hey, look over here is a Florence Price album. And you know what? This music is really interesting. I had no idea. And so that they all live in one place and um, people can have, you know, sort of a a starting place for these works. And so that's basically the short (laughs) story for how we we came up with this and how um, we developed it. Obviously, our release date, this one that just happened for volume one's uh, Samuel Coleridge Taylor is a little bit delayed because of COVID and everything. Our intention was to release sooner, but we're so thrilled that it's finally out and we are currently preparing and we'll be recording in less than, I would say, I think it's in a month, the Florence Price String Quartets. So volume two is coming soon as well. I'm really excited to hear that. So much Florence Price music has been uncovered, and I'm using your word for a particular reason, because it struck me that one of the things that that we are trying to do in our culture, in classical music culture and American culture, is to be aware of 
the intent or meanings of certain words. And when we think of the word discovery, that's one of the words that comes up. And so I just wanted to say that I appreciate that your quartet chose to use the word uncovered rather than discovered or rediscovered when we hear about the meaning of that word uh, in terms of, of underrepresented cultures, indigenous cultures, and so forth. So I think that's a really great uh, starting point. The other is that uh, you mentioned either these works were not recorded or they there's maybe one recording, and you're right. It has been somewhat of a challenge, even in our large classical library here at All Classical Portland, to mm-hmm. to bring up good quality recordings of these underrepresented composers. And Samuel Coleridge-Taylor, it's not like people who are deep into classical music had never heard of him, but there's just very little to go on. And in your recording, yes. I had never heard, I, I had heard two of the three pieces from older recordings, but not the uh, piano quintet in G minor. Mm. So that was an entirely new piece for me, and it's and it's a wonderful piece. So it's serving your 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 series is serving on a number of different levels to me. Absolutely, and you know that is one of the the main important parts of the mission is that you know obviously people are 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 starting to now perform these works and everything. But our intention when we we set out to do this three years ago was to create a very high quality recording in every way of these works and, and in the way that they, they deserve. And so we hope that this will encourage others to record the works as well after us and, and hopefully this will create a tradition of this music that is needed. Carla, another thing about your recording that is, um, I think is, is serving it well is that you have brought in two soloists who are African-American classical musicians and who are very well-known and high caliber, pianist Stuart Goodyear and clarinetist Anthony McGill, both of whom have made a number of very fine recordings, very very prominently known and excellent musicians, of course. So I think you, you guys, I would imagine, must have been really thrilled to have their participation in the project as well. Absolutely. We have always admired both of them, both of their playing. And, we, we, you know, the music world is small, and, and we, we know each other. We've known each other for a while. But we were just so happy that they joined the project. And what they contributed to the project was so incredible. Um, their interpretation, their commitment, their just the entire experience was really wonderful and so we're really thrilled um, about that and you know in the future volumes we will have other collaborators most likely the next volume volume two will be Florence Price and and volume three will likely be her piano quintets and so we will have Michelle Can on that volume as well so you know collaboration I think is a really important part of what we do and I thought and we all think that it adds another layer of really important work to the project and it brings awareness to these incredible musicians as well so we're we're just really thrilled about all all of that and i don't think it would be impolite to say that it's it's well known that classical music classical musicians the, the 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 people that we see on stage it's starting to change but it's still predominantly white people but we're hoping to see over time more inclusion of, 
of people of color um, as classical musicians. So uh, that's another reason that it's, to me, um, so great to see this collaboration. But of course, you guys, as you said, you, it's a small family classical music, uh, chamber music folks. Um, you know, all, you all know each other. Do you recall during the course of recording or getting ready for the recording, whether Stuart Goodyear or Anthony McGill shared any particularly uh, memorable comments or impressions about playing this music, Samuel Coleridge Taylor's music? Absolutely. You know, both of them had incredible things to contribute in terms of interpretation and just the overall collaborative experience. I know that for Anthony, when he when we first read the clarinet quintet, he was just struck by how much he, he felt like he knew this language and how much he felt like it was already a part of him, um, even though he, he really hadn't played it before. And I thought that was a really interesting um, observation because that's the thing about Samuel Coleridge Taylor's music is that we all are kind of familiar with, with, with it because it is romantic and it is from that era that we all know this music from, right? But he has a very specific voice that is very much his own. Um, which I, th I think is really interesting. And of course, Stuart, you know, he's genius and he came in and he had corrections and notes and, you know, it was, I mean, I, we couldn't have asked for better people to collaborate with on these works. You mentioned the, the scores and the notes. Isn't that another one of the challenges that your group, the Catalyst Quartet, have um, encountered in, in coming across some of this music? Absolutely. Unfortunately, that is something that is a huge problem with trying to uncover these works, so to speak, or, or just, you know, gain access to scores and whatnot. Um, we've had to do a lot of digging, be in touch with libraries, make our own scores so that our producer can actually read a score so that we can record the work, you know, these kinds of things that you wouldn't necessarily think of right away when you first start um, working on these things. And then also there are mistakes in the scores and that's something else that you have to, you have to kind of navigate and fix because it's the nature of how these works were printed or how they were published and some things are out of print. So it's, it is, it's a, that is a challenge and we're still encountering those, those moments and those problems, but we're working through them and, we're, we're making it happen. Some of our listeners are, I would, I would be happy to say, are already familiar with Samuel Coleridge-Taylor because we've, we've made an effort, not just this year, not just during Black History Month, to include Coleridge-Taylor. He's a regular part of our playlist. I mean, he pops up all the time, just like Elgar and Charles Stanford and, their con and those English contemporaries and so forth, Wonderful. and other composers of color. Yes. Um, but I think it's still worthwhile to share, if you, if you have a few minutes, some of the impressions that you have of the man, Samuel Coleridge Taylor, some of the things maybe about his life or his upbringing that you could share in this conversation. Yes, I think that the most interesting thing about Samuel Coleridge Taylor is actually the amount of fame that he had during his life. He was actually really popular and very loved by people as a composer. Um, he had a lot of supporters, including Elgar, as, as we know. And so it's really interesting to see that 
all of a sudden people kind of stopped playing his works as much and it just didn't it didn't live on even though you know according to Elgar he was one of the best composers of his time and then also a kind of another sad thing is that he he died really poor he 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 was it's really struggling and it's also kind of an, an interesting thing and so I just I think I reflect back on that and I think to myself like what happened I mean we all know what happened right but it's really it's really interesting and I think with all these composers um, there's a little bit of that and I'm hoping that we can you know fully celebrate him again well his music is is deserving of being in in the repertoire both for live performances and a part of any radio station because it's beautiful well-crafted deeply thought music in addition to the chamber pieces that Catalyst Quartet recorded, I came across recently recording that was made a few years ago. He went through and he created little piano arrangements of 24 African-American spirituals. Are you familiar with that recording or, or with those pieces? I am. I'm, I don't know them well, but but I've I know of them, yes. It's really interesting because he visited the state several times, and so he picked up on... American music as well as uh, the music that he was experiencing in London. Yes, and you know, I think that that's something that you really can hear in his works, and you can even hear it in the three works that we recorded. The kinds of melodies that he uses, there is an inspiration in there, and I think that the way that he sings he sings his song, you can, you can definitely hear that. Carla, I... I'm looking forward so much to uh, the next volume. Uh, we'll, we'll continue on enjoying Samuel Coleridge-Taylor and, and looking forward to uh, volume two of Uncovered with Catalyst Quartet. It's beautifully done, and it's a great uh, series that you guys have embarked on. Thank you so much. Oh, one, one final question. What about living composers? Um, are you going to be looking in, into them at some point? Well, we already do a lot of work with, with living composers and we have commissioning projects and, and really exciting things coming up in that way. And so that is like a little bit separate from the mission of this project. So for now, I don't think that Uncovered will include living composers because that's in a different sort of part of what we already do. But yes, we celebrate living composers all the time and we have a huge project coming up in the next two years where we're commissioning 10 new works for from 10 different composers. So that's something to look forward to. Fantastic. Carla Donahue Perez of Catalyst Quartet, thank you so much for your time today and look forward to sharing this conversation with our listeners here in Portland. Thank you. Thank you.